Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Very good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. Um, to bring an upbeat uh, feeling to it, we're deciding we're talking hurling here because last Saturday the Cavan hurlers got the better of Lancashire, who were sitting top of the Laurie Maher table um, with two wins from their opening two games and two comfortable wins over Leitrim and Longford. But they didn't anticipate the battle they were coming into in Kingspan Breffney. Cavan won the game out three goals and 29 to five goals and nine, having been down by six points on the 14th minute, two goals and four to four points in what was just such an uplifting experience to be at the game. Paul, we're now Friday. The game was last Saturday. And when I think about or talk about this game, it lifts up my spirit. I smile. It was such a buzz. What a buzz. Yeah, I missed this one, David. It's, I couldn't believe it. Uh, someone actually texted me at halftime a screenshot from the Currently Board Twitter and says, someone on the Currently Board made a typo. And I, I said, actually, no, because you had you had texted me. Uh, I said, actually, no, they have scored 220 at halftime, uh, which is just phenomenal scoring. Like, um, I suppose it was a performance that they would have liked to think was in them. Mm. Um, and... Like they've really picked things up now since that that Warwickshire defeat, and it just goes to show what a seismic upset that was. Because, um, you know, the Cavan team who won the league and have now won two championship matches in convincing, convincing fashion, and in the middle of that, Warwickshire beat them, and it was not Warwickshire's only win for four years. So, it, it definitely was a massive aberration in the form book. It was, uh, and yet as bad as it was, and Cavan were by all accounts very poor by their standard, they still actually could have won that game over in Warwickshire. So it shows that the the the, the bottom of the curve is a whole lot higher than the bottom of the curve used to be. But to bring it back to the Lancashire game, um, the, there was a turning point in the game. I think we'll, we'll, we'll go, go through it kind of as best we can blow for blow because you can't go blow for blow when, when there's so many scores across the game five go or sorry eight goals and, and 38 points but on the I think it was about the sixth minute um, Lancashire were 1-2 to a point ahead and a brilliant double save by Darren Shorten in goals seemed to just ignite Cavan a little bit um, it was it was absolutely outstanding work by him. The first save looked like it was going to the top corner. Then he he got the rebound or got across the goals to shuffle and dive, and 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 make a second save. And it lifted up the Cavan spirit. Um, Cavan tagged on three of the next four scores points from Thomas Leonard, um, Canis Maher and Mark Moffat. 
But in between that, there was a Ray McCormick goal, an absolutely class goal for Lancashire. Brilliant, brilliant finish in fairness. Nothing could be done about it. But you even got the feeling with that goal going in, that momentum had turned. And what I absolutely loved, there was a good crowd in Kingspan Breffney, but you know, not not a football crowd, not as in not as large as an intercounty senior game, but still a good crowd. Um, but you could still hear the management. You could hear the uh, Tom, uh, Tom and Ollie on the sideline and at that point they were panicking you could hear them saying keep going keep grinding keep working because Cavan had missed an awful lot of chances in the opening 7, 8, 9 minutes of the game they they were working hard they just weren't getting the scores over the bar um, but then from as I said the, the 14th minute after that that second goal two more points then from Shane Madden left the 2-4 two, four, two, four points in favour of of Lancashire with 14 minutes on the clock, 15 minutes into the game, um, Canis Maher wins a break out around the middle of the field. Really clever pass. He picks out Nicky Kenny and Nicky Kenny just smashed it to the back of the net and the whole atmosphere lifted up another level and the Cavan support really got behind them. Then Canis Maher with two points, Dylan Mulligan with a point and all of a sudden the sides were level. Um, a point then each, Dara Carroll and Nicky Kenny made it Two five to one eight with twenty three minutes to go. So draw or twenty three minutes gone in the first half. So draw game twelve minutes to half time, and Cavan produced the most unbelievable experience that I've seen from a Cavan Horland team and probably any Cavan team. Um, do Do you remember the Cavan minor game against Monaghan? Uh, I think James Smith and them were playing. James Smith might have been playing. It was on a Sunday evening in Kingspan Breffney a good few years ago. It was an yeah. absolute dinger of a game. Mm. This was this was just slightly ahead of that. And that was that was one of those experiences coming away from it. You were going, that that was brilliant. That Cav minor team were were excellent and they were entertaining. They were they were working hard and they were high scoring and everything. This was the same. So you had Nicky Kenny two points, Mark Moffat with a point, Canis Maher with two points, uh, both from open play. One was a ridiculous, ridiculous effort where he just basically gathered with no look at where the goals were over the shoulder and bang, and he must have been 50 metres out. It was just ridiculous stuff by him. Um, then we had Nicky Kenny with another, Thomas Leonard, Sean Keaton with one on the sideline. So with 31 minutes played, he was almost on the 20 metre line on the sideline to the right hand side of the town goals and just lovely shot over the bar from a very acute angle. And then the next play in, it was a, it was a, a ball put onto the inside. Um, Sean Keaton kind of gathered it. The goalkeeper came out. Sean had the presence to muscle out the full back and then not blast it to the back of the net, but flick it over the head of the goalkeeper into the net. It was just Harlem Globetrotter stuff, you know, Kenny at their pump, um, sort of stuff. It big was statement, bad. big statement. Big statement. I was, but it was brilliant. It was so good to watch. Like they were, they were playing with such confidence. Um, Nicky Kenny added two more points before half time, and Canis Maher would would a free, um, but in that sp- spell, so it went with. A goal and 13 points in, what have we got there, uh, a 12-minute period. It was just unbelievable. And it wasn't that the scores were the most uplifting part of it. It was the work rate. It was every single puck out, Cavan were winning because they were hungry or every single 
breaking ball Cavan were winning because their appetite, their intensity was there. It was it was just such an uplifting. Fifteen minutes, uh, they finished off. Lancashire finished off with it with a free, um, to kind of break the momentum ever so slightly. But at halftime, the Cavan support and it and it wasn't on. It wasn't kind of an organised in any way thing, but when the Cavan lads were going in, the Cavan supporters just got up and gave them a standing ovation, and rightly so, because it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, th- those those 12 minutes, 13 minutes will never, ever be forgotten in my head about how good a Cavan Horland team can be. So, um, second half... Sounds absolutely incredible. It was. It really was. Uh, like, second half, look at... The, the tempo might have dropped slightly. Cavan were under pressure. Um, Connor Madden got a goal and a point for Lancashire at the start of the second half. Canis Maher replied with a free. Mark Moffat, who had a very good game, um, hit another one over. Then there was a point for Connor Kennedy to come off the bench. Wasn't that a point for him? Yeah. And a sideline cut by Connor Madden um, for Lancashire. Cavan just kept the scoreboard ticking over. Mark Moffat, Rian Delaney, goal then for the number 24 for Lancashire. That was Ken- Kennedy again. He's a handful now at full forward when he comes in. But then Canis Maher hit three in a row uh, just to steady the ship. And and even though a goal from Kennedy coming into the, the closing stages, it didn't really make a difference. Cavan finished off with the final two scores of the game. But the um, it was one of those games where I, I I really just want to spread the word. I want people to know what these boys were capable of, what they'd done and go and watch them because the hurlers are somebody at this moment in time that you can really get behind. You can you can say every game that they go out that I've seen this year they, they they give maximum effort. You know, they're they're 100% honest and now they've got a really good sprinkling of skill that that maximum effort is given top top quality entertainment so um a brilliant brilliant game a brilliant brilliant result that puts them in a really good position now that they can go and achieve um the goal of getting back to the Laurie Maher final and obviously they want to go one further on it but um it was it, it was one of those one of those games that just will live in the memory for me but after the game I caught up with Ali Bellew and uh, midfielder Dylan Mulligan Joined by Ali Bellew after a massive win here in the Laurie Maher for Cavan. I've never seen a half-time standing ovation, but your team got a standing ovation going in a half-time for that performance. Normally you try to maybe sort of keep yourself disengaged from everything that's going on around you and focus on the job on hand, and, and we were focused on the job on hand, but you could not help but hear that coming off because we weren't used to it. You know, The sun came out for the first time in six months and, and the crowd were roaring coming off. We just didn't know what was going on, but it was... I mean, I really appreciate every single cabin person that was out there today. The noise they made was second to none, and it actually was mentioned inside at half-time. Normally we don't talk about anything other than the job on hand, but when we get inside today we had to, we had to mention the noise that was made for us. It was, it was beautiful to be appreciated that much by the cabin people you know the noise was generated by the performance though and by the work rate and the honesty 220 I think you said to me earlier on in an interview that you were aiming 26 as a scoring target you hit 22 in the first half and still missed I think 10 shots yeah 226 has kind of been the overall target for games and I'm talking to Tom and we're looking for sort of 217-18 there at half time and all of a sudden we found another gear um, I think we came in with 220 on the board um, but the worrying thing about that is you can get 
relaxed, you know, when it's going so well, and um, kind of worried that we wouldn't register a great score in the second half against the win. But sure, look, they dug in and did everything they had to do and kept going at it, you know. So now the passages of play today were outstanding. Is that the best at 15 minutes before halftime? Is that the best this team has played? Possibly. Um, we've been to Laurie Maher final, we've been to Croke Park and everything else, we've won a league title. But we talked about it during the week, this was probably the most important game in the three years that Tom and I have been involved because uh, of the significance of it. We know if we could win today, that just reignites the whole Laurie Maher push. And you're playing against the favourites for it, you know, and to have performed so well against them and not be under pressure for long periods of the game was was just a it was a joy to be a part of it and I think it possibly is the best performance we've produced to date for long periods but we also have the too good too bad syndrome with a few real shocking moments but listen that's what tonight's for we go home the video will be watched we'll start analysing and then we'll be ready for Tuesday and Thursday at training again You see the, the pressure there was pressure when you were six points down after maybe 13, 14 minutes to, I think it was two, four to four points and then to swing it round like that. But that was pressure in that, that those first few minutes because it could have very easily ended up the other way around. It was massive pressure from the point of view that it was how they got their scores. They opened us up like nobody's done before. Defensively is what we pride ourselves in. You know, we're very hard to, to get at them and defensively we're solid and you know what I mean? Like, normally we don't concede an awful lot but to concede so much so quickly. You know, we're... we're f- 4-1 down after 11 and a half minutes last week against Monaghan and there was no panic, we just hadn't started. Um, today it was goals so there was a worry if that kept coming against the wind we would be in big trouble but you know we agreed before the match no matter what way it was or what the score was, we don't hit the reset button and just start firing ball here and everywhere we keep to the plan and we stick with what we're doing whether it's 5 minutes to go or 5 minutes into the game so look the lads didn't even ruffle their feathers to be honest with you, they just kept it what they had to do and it clicked it- didn't ruffle their feathers, didn't ruffle your feathers. I, I, I noticed along the line, both yourself and Tom, and there was calmness, even though I was up the back with the mm. wides count at that stage. I think I had six wides missed by Cavan. I, I was panicking, so I was. So, like, the, the calmness comes from where? Just self belief in what we do. Do you know what I mean? Tom tactically has this team set up absolutely brilliantly and they're they're totally aware of their identity they know how they want to play they know the style they want to play in they all trust each other which is an amazing amazing um, benefit for us you know they'll use each other no matter what way that game's working out they won't panic so look we train under that intensity uh, all week long we train under pressure at all times you know so that when it does happen you don't panic so you know we trust that group to the nth degree you know if, if we were still under the couch 55 or 60 minutes into the game we still wouldn't panic you know because we know there'll, there'll be a kick in them and they'll always come back How does the next few weeks work now? Probably probably a wee bit of a rest this week it's been a difficult few weeks it's been back to back straight off the league champ final and then you know a load of, load of hard work uh, for a few weeks in a row a couple of big games real disappointment against Warwickshire massive performance against Monaghan massive performance today there'll be a wee bit of a letting off of steam tonight maybe relax and maybe take tomorrow off but we'll be back at it on Tuesday and uh, start priming ourselves for the next fortnight. And with Dylan Mulligan after a superb Cavan display here in the Laurie Maher. Coming in as underdogs against Lancashire, uh, day of two from two, so yeah. pressure was on, but you, you seemed to suit pressure. Yeah, I think... Um yeah, I think the first couple of minutes now we probably felt uh, we'd got off to a bit of a bit of a slow start. But I suppose like the way the lads had performed the Monaghan game, we knew we had the hurling, we had the ability to move the ball well, spray it across the pitch and take the right option. So once we kind of got into our flow and our 
got a bit of a steam up. We knew we'd be able to kind of turn the screw a bit on them, and like we showed that after kind of the first couple of minutes once we kind of got our ourselves settled. So there's um, like the lads are fucking. They, excuse my language. They're well able to to move the ball. So I think that's the priority, just kind of making sure we're taking the right option. We're backing backing ourselves, backing each other, and we're putting pressure on them at all times. And once they're on the back foot, we have the forwards to capitalise on that. I think. A big thing in that, and, and while the scoring was phenomenal, yeah. the work rate in that last 15 minutes to get turnovers, breaking ball, yeah. all that sort of stuff, yeah. the, the energy was enthusiastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I, I, I think like the 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 our, like our, our fitness probably showed there, but I suppose yeah, the, the foundation is the hooks and the blocks and the, that work rate and just being able to able to kind of keep that pressure on and knowing that if you make the effort to get to a rook ball that there'll be someone to back you up so I think I think there's there's a lot of energy in the in the team and in the group and that's a great dynamic to have because people are always willing to, to go that extra mile and keep pushing on so yeah no enjoying it really enjoying it now yeah it's I was good. just going to say that when, when, yeah. when you're out there and, and that last 15 minutes of yeah. the first half as good as I've ever yeah. seen the Cavan Horland team yeah. it has to be thoroughly enjoyable oh yeah no it definitely is like seeing when, when like likes when, when Moffat and the lads like Canis Marr and Nicky Kenny are in full full flow and Dermot Carney when he gets going like just a, like a joy to watch seeing those, those lads back themselves and really drive on and uh, keep the pressure off us a few of the lads in the backs in the midfield who would be doing the, doing a bit of the work but yeah it's, it's a joy to see the lads really open up and express themselves out there on the pitch and it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a privilege to be involved definitely yeah what was the so take it back to, to Warwickshire and obviously that was yeah. a, a gut wrenching yeah, defeat. Yeah. What was the how was the mood in the camp after that or how did you react um, to it? I, I actually think it was um initially after the game I think we were probably a bit emotional and we said, lads, we we left that behind and this uh, this or that. But then we kind of regrouped and we had a bit of a chat in the airport when we were waiting to fly back. We kind of realised that there was a lot of positives to take and that there was a good there was kind of a bit of a buoyant mood on the way on the way home. We were like, actually um, lads we're in a good position here we just need to tweak a couple of things and that's kind of what we did um, so yeah I think it was actually like initially after the game I think we were a bit despondent but then um, when we actually sat down and reviewed the performance and had a bit of a chat amongst ourselves and we were honest with each other we realised there's actually a good really good opportunity here and not to be too too down on our laurels I think yeah that was important because that could have been a, a, a completely yeah, derailing yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Um, like, yeah, mind you, like I don't want to kind of put too much on the the, the travel, but I think maybe like heading over there, it it, it, is, it does probably take you kind of probably 10, 15 minutes to kind of get going after be at the early starts or not used to not being in your own bed. So I think there's probably there's probably lessons to take in the future when we're traveling over there. But no, yeah, I think we were able to regroup well. Yeah. It'll be important now to build on that performance and not let it slip against yeah. Longford and, and Leitrim, which you've had tough games in the past of it. Yeah, like I think, um, like I mean, there's no, as you've seen, it's all pretty dogged hurling. Teams are very close, they're evenly matched. There's, there's good hurlers on every team. So I think um, we'll probably just kind of keep keep kind of trying to do what we're doing, take the right option, and like hopefully I think uh, we'll be able to back, back it up and keep going, yeah. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service 
and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Yeah, thanks to the, to the lads. Um, Ollie, typical manager, He he's wanting to cancel out those five goals and I suppose uh, that that's his job at the end of the day, but... For me, I find it hard to find flaw in in the performance as a as a spectator, but he has to find it as a manager. Yeah, well, the three twenty nine that Cavan scored is the most that any team has scored in the in the nine matches so far in the Laurie Mara Cup, comfortably the most. And I was just looking, at, I think there's one or two matches in the Nicky record where where some team put up more than that, just about more than that. So it's a scoreline that any team would would be proud of. And it's also important to note that. Um, Lancashire beat Longford and Leitrim, the two teams that Cavan still have to play, and beat them comfortably enough. Beat them by seven points and nine points. Um, yeah, the Warwickshire result just in in hindsight is that's a real head scratcher. Like they were beaten two twenty six to one four by by Monaghan. Uh, so I, I don't know where that came out of, and it's a pity because that would have Cavan really, really sitting pretty at the top there. They'd be two points clear, but as it is, they are still top of the table, and they have to play Longford and Leitrim. And if they play anything like that, they'll win it because both of them were beaten by Lancashire. So it's brilliant. It's 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 marvellous. It's something we didn't have in the past. Um as Cavan GA people or GA fans, like you, you didn't the hurling was wasn't even an afterthought. Like you never thought, well okay, we'll see what happens with the football, but we have the hurling in the background there and they might get a run to Croker. Yeah. You never thought of it. So it is it is definitely enriching the experience. Oh it definitely is. It definitely is. The table Leaves it so Cavan's next game is against Longford um Saturday week. We'll be looking ahead to that on the podcast next week. But um Longford are in second. So Cavan, Longford, Lancashire have all four points from their two games, having lost one game with Lancashire beating Longford, Cavan beating Lancashire. Then Monaghan dropped the point um with a draw against Leitrim, I think it was, and then um lost out to Lancashire was it? No, Monaghan uh, drew a lead from the first day and then obviously lost to Cavan and then they beat Warwickshire well. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Lost to Cavan, that's it. So they have, Monaghan have uh, Longford and Lancashire still to play and if they win the two of those they can they can leapfrog them into the Laurie Maher final. Um, if Cavan beat Longford I think that's them pretty much guaranteed isn't it? Because Leitrim look like they're out. They've only one point from their three games so far. So I don't think that they can um they can qualify. I'd imagine at this stage they've, they've yeah, too Warwick, much. Warwickshire are not going to qualify. They're not going to get any more no. wins. I don't think um Monaghan could potentially get the seven uh, which would which would mean them beating Lancashire away and then beating Longford at home. Um which would wouldn't be easily done. Uh Longford if Cavan beat Longford and Yeah Cavan, that's this weekend actually yeah, yeah, that's a suit. That's sorry that the Monaghan, Monaghan Lancashire. It's the, it's listed for the fourteenth of May, but that mightn't necessarily be right. Or is it Monaghan? Yeah, no, it's Monaghan Lancashire. This I think it's this weekend. I thought Sean McCaffrey told me he was heading over this weekend because Leitrim play Warwickshire. It's a double header. Um, this weekend, this Sunday, I think I'm right in saying twelve o'clock and two o'clock. He told me. Okay. Um. So Cavan will know an awful lot more by the end of this weekend or by the time they play Longford about how things sit, but they have to go over to Pierce Park uh, on the 13th and, and, and get a victory 
in that game and, and that should put one foot into the final anyway. So we look forward to that. Um but Paul I'm I'm I put the plea out on Twitter that please let us get to see the hurlers, the miners and the footballers all in the one day. Don't don't have them games so close together that, that we're gonna have to pick and choose because I I'm in danger here that I'm gonna choose the hurling. <laughs> Well, yeah, it could happen. Look, I, I don't think there's going to be a big interest in, in uh, Cavan and Leash in the Talchon Cup anyway, to be honest. Talking to people, uh, you know, it'll be it'll be a bit further down the line in the Talchon, I think, before Cavan start getting decent crowds in it. So maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to boast the crowd, put it all together and try and get a crowd. Yeah, yeah. We've got the Miners who will play either Monaghan or Donegal. Uh, as a double header with the seniors, you might you might just get a good crowd. The the fact that the horrors are away, um, you just have to put that game earlier on in the day. Mm. So, like I was yeah. saying, one one o'clock, play the Horland over in in Longford on Saturday, and then a five o'clock uh, throw in for the minors in Kingspan Breffney, and a seven o'clock throw in for the seniors, and and it's all it's all sorted. So leave it, leave it with me. All right, folks, thanks very much for listening to the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast. Don't forget to check out our diehard service over on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan, where we look back over the Cavan minors, footballers. They uh, picked up their second win of the Ulster Championship. The Cavan ladies, unfortunately, lost out to Donegal in the Ulster Senior Football Championship. And we also have our review and preview of the All County Football Leagues. Uh, which are in full swing here in Cavan at the moment. So if you want to see all that or listen to all of that, head on over to patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. And as always, don't forget to get in contact with us on our social media channels or you can email us at wearecavan at gmail.com if you have any comments or any thoughts about stuff you'd like us to discuss on the podcast. Paul, thanks for your time. Thanks, Demo.